Hey friends, welcome to But What If You Did? On this pod, we are all about some serious millennial real talk and diving into those uncomfortable topics we've been conditioned to believe we just shouldn't talk about. I'm your host, Allison, and right now, when I look around, I see so many millennials trying to navigate these big life transitions. And well, if that isn't you, maybe you just have this gut feeling that it's time to pivot, but you're standing in your own way because you just don't know where to start. Maybe this isn't what you want to hear, but successfully navigating any big life change starts with putting in the work to learn about yourself. If you want to level up in life, it starts with learning to be self-aware and building those life skills that we simply weren't taught in the classroom. So are you committed to doing the uncomfortable growth work? Well, if that was a hell yes, then grab some coffee and let's get ready to dive right in. Hey friends, welcome back to another episode of But What If You Did? I'm Allison, and I am just so excited that you decided to come hang out with me for a bit today. So last week on the pod, we chatted why you need a personal mission statement and how to create one. In the conversations that I had following the episode with some of you through DMs on Instagram and over email, I noticed that a lot of people seemed to fall into one of two buckets with how this this conversation resonated with them. They either found that creating a personal mission statement felt really heavy, meaning that they were putting so much weight on needing it to feel perfect, that they were completely missing the point of the exercise, or people were kind of feeling really paralyzed because it was digging up these skeletons from the past that they just weren't ready to confront. So this week, I want to dive into a little bit of this real talk behind when you're feeling resistant to change or you're feeling like you're having a really hard time working through change, um, some tangible tips for how you can reframe that to help yourself work through that. So here's the thing. Your personal mission statement shouldn't feel hard. Like, it's simply you putting words to what you already know to be true. It's this way of, like, holding yourself accountable to living in alignment with your core values. And if you don't know what your core values are, then that's a whole other thing. Like you should really dive into what what is really important to you in your life. For me, my core values always tie back to balance and growth. And uh, everything I do from my personal mission statement to my daily decisions always tie back to those two values in some way. So by having this mission statement, these values defined for yourself, Honestly, like it helps you to manage decision fatigue. It helps you to set clear and manageable and achievable goals for yourself. I, like some of my other podcasting friends, am not a super big fan of the idea of SMART goals. And while I understand um, that SMART goals is a good way for some people to break down goals, for me, it feels too rigid and puts an expectation that the goal has to meet all of these criteria that in my mind, it just doesn't have to meet. But when I'm living in alignment with, like I said, my values, my personal mission statement, it just really helps me to formulate those clear, concise, measurable goals for myself in a um, less expectation heavy way, right? So while I noticed that some of you have kind of started to break through that mental barrier for yourself that comes with, um, that comes right before you really start to embrace change. I felt like there were others of you that were really holding yourselves back, really just out of fear. So to wrap up this month, I want to talk to you a little bit about what you can do when you notice that you're feeling this resistance to change. Um, 
all month, like I feel like I've continually challenged you to redefine yourself in many different ways, from uncovering your purpose to redefining what passion looks like in your life. Um, And with that, I've challenged you to do a lot of growth work and growth work is uncomfortable and it's hard. And um, that's why most of us shy away from that, right? We don't want to deal with the messy, uncomfortable skeletons in our closet and we all have them and we all have reasons to work through those, right? But for that to work, you have to create this like change wave in your life. And to do that, we have to get to the bottom of why you fear change in the first place. So I want to talk about um, a mini course that I was working through um, last week, and it was about change management and change and adapting to change. And it was by Laura Gallagher, who is an organizational psychologist that worked with NASA after the Space Shuttle Columbia disaster. Um, She was brought in to kind of look at the culture and how that influenced what went wrong, right? So in this course, she talks about how we aren't change resistant, right? And... (laughs) Trust me, I see you laughing, eye rolling. I felt the same. Like, what do you mean we aren't resistant to change? Did you not just watch 2020, which felt like the highlight reel for how we are utterly change resistant as a culture? And she said something that like just really struck a chord with me. And so I want to share it with you guys. And it's this idea that it's we fear the pain that we perceive to be associated with that change. We don't fear the change itself. So if we're being resistant to change, it's because deep down, there is some level of associated pain that we think is going to come with going through that change. And our bodies are putting up a defense mechanism to kind of steer us away from that pain. Whoa, right? Like, I want you to let that sink in for a moment. It's that we fear the pain that we perceive to be associated with that change. Change resistance is... Honestly, it's about the story that we're telling ourselves and how we perceive that story to play out. So the first point that I really want to make in today's episode is that simply put, humans are adaptable creatures. Like we are capable of making change. We are capable of being part of change. Um, it Change is not the problem. We are more than capable of accepting change. We simply tell ourselves stories about how we should fear change, and that's where we get this wrong. That's where we mess this up for ourselves, right? It's all about the story that we're telling ourselves. So I want to unpack this a little bit, but to do that, I think we need to kind of set the scene and talk about, use an example so that you can follow along with how I've worked through this for myself, and hopefully you can take what I've done and maybe translate this into your own lives so that you can carry this lesson forward into your peer circles and your circles of influence moving forward. So as we've talked about, I've wanted to start my own business for a while and I've had this itch to jump into the entrepreneurial world. And I would talk about wanting to do that often with some of my close friends, but like I literally was taking no action to make it a reality. It was just this like distant idea that I had that it like kind of felt right, but like I was scared to try or to do it because I had a lot of excuses um, under my belt. So why it wasn't the right time, why I couldn't financially support the change, why it simply wouldn't work. Um, And instead of asking myself better questions um, or like instead of asking myself, well, what do I actually need to be able to start? How could I adjust my spending plan to free up some money to to uh, front startup costs or educational costs? 
or what do I need to change in my life to make this work? I legit just did nothing. And I let this idea lie dormant in the back of my brain, assuming that someday if it was meant to happen, it would just magically happen. And that's simply not how it works. We all know that that's not how life works, right? And yet it just feels so easy to let our dreams take a backseat to avoid a little discomfort. How is that fulfilling? How is that serving us, right? So this is where it kind of becomes really glaringly obvious, in my opinion, that we simply are just programmed to ask ourselves bad questions. And until you start to make a conscious effort to ask yourself better questions and to reframe your questions, it's just a hard like mountain barrier, whatever, to work past. Um, And that's ultimately what leaves us feeling really stuck. So I'm going to be blunt with this. And I read this in a book that I was reading last week, and it just really stuck with me because it's totally true. And I see it 100% in my life, which means I'm sure that this will be relatable to many of you in your lives. But excuses are pretty much just manifestations of fear. So what did I fear in this scenario? Um, Failing, that it wasn't going to work and it was going to be hard. Um, but more than anything, I think I was fearful of judgment from my circle of influence, from my friends and family, because it's not a traditional path. And I think a lot of millennials run into that when you're trying to go down these paths that are very different from previous generations. Like entrepreneurship has really taken off. That just wasn't a thing that our parents really had as an option. And if they did, like it's, There's few and far between. It's not, it wasn't the norm, right? Whereas I feel like it's becoming more and more the norm because as our generation has struggled to build their careers, it's become a more and more viable career path and a way for us to actually take control of our lives and our financial lives and just so many other things, right? So that's what I felt fear around. Um, Now let's talk about what pain did I perceive to be associated with starting my own business? And I think that for me, it like really came down to two things specifically. Financial hardship, because I've never felt financially stable. And I think it really was about like this idea that I was going to feel isolated. So like when you go to work every day and you're in a corporate environment, you're around people all the time and you're working with a team. And whether you get along with that team or not, you are still working with them together to make a project come to life or something to achieve a goal, right? And when you're running your own business, like until you have the financial ability to invest in a team or until the business starts to grow, like as a solopreneur, you, you, you're it. Like you are doing this by yourself and everything is your decisions and it can feel isolating. So I think that for me, I was feeling this associated perceived pain of, you know, both financial hardship and isolation. And to me, that was enough to be like, maybe this isn't the right time. Um, But ultimately, what pain was I trying to avoid? The disappointing people that I love. So I needed to understand that the story that I was telling myself so that I could start rewriting that story in a way that better served me. Um, And to do that, once again, it comes back to asking myself better questions. So what questions was I asking myself? Well, basically they were all centered around how can this go wrong? And how, 
could I reframe those questions? Well, I needed to dig into the hard, uncomfortable truth behind what I was avoiding. So I went from, how is this going to go wrong to what am I avoiding? And then to close that out, what is the ideal story that I want to be telling myself? Right? So when I look at that and I break down those questions and I sort through, like, like I said, what did I fear? What pain did I perceive to be associated with starting my own business? And what pain was I trying to avoid? I realized that I was telling myself this story of struggle and discomfort and just lack in my life. Like instead of being financially abundant, I was fearful of it all being taken away and not being able to support myself. Um, and because I was choosing a non-traditional path, I worried that I wouldn't have the the support both emotionally, mentally, financially um, from friends and family. And so for me, that lack that was showing up in my life was a big stopping point for me. But the story I wanted to be telling myself is one where I did the hard thing. I started even though I didn't have all the answers. It's one where I chose to show up consistently day after day and put in the work and tried and tried again until I figured it out because I knew I was capable. It's one of financial abundance and where there's this community as a part of it and everyone is in it together and everyone is working towards a common goal. And it's one where I feel proud of myself proud to bring my friends and family along for the journey with me because I've proven that I'm capable of achieving whatever I set out to do. That's the story I wanted to be telling myself, but that was not the story that I was telling myself. So this is where I challenge you to take ownership of the story you've been telling yourself because until you do that, it's going to be hard to embrace change. Remember, If you're feeling resistant to change, it's because you're trying to protect yourself from pain in some way. So your goal in all of this, when you start to feel that resistance to change, is to figure out what is driving the story that you're telling yourself, right? It's about feeling feeling what you're feeling in that moment, realizing that there is some level of resistance And then working really hard to work through where that resistance is coming from to reframe your mindset in a way that allows you to keep moving forward. So I know the next question is going to be, well, how do I take action when it feels that hard? And I harp on this over and over again, because I think that until you give it a try and you really do it consistently, it doesn't feel like it's working, right? And that is to journal, I seriously cannot stress the the benefits of journaling. If you look at so many of these influencers and entrepreneurs and solopreneurs and um, even people in higher positions in corporate America, like you will see if you ask any of them what their daily practices are, are and how those influence their life, almost all of them will tell you that they journal in some capacity. Um, so journal, write it down. Putting physical pen to paper is one of the best tools and cheapest tools, seriously cheapest tools that you have at your disposal for working through the hard, the painful, the uncomfortable moments in life. Um, Putting pen to paper can be cathartic. It really can help you to focus in on why exactly it's bothering you. 
Don't put expectations around what you're writing down. Just write. Just show up and choose to write and choose to not give up when life gets hard. So that's your quick little action-packed episode with what to do when you feel that sudden resistance. And to close out today's episode, I want to leave you with a few affirmations Um, I definitely write out three to four affirmations every day, and I think that they've been really helping me, especially in the last few weeks, and so I'm hoping that they'll be helpful to you. So some uh, affirmations to start off your Monday. Ready? I am adaptable. I am capable. I am a problem solver, and my success is inevitable. All right, friends. Thanks for coming along for the ride today. And until next week, I will see you right back here, same time, same place. Okay, friends, I hope you enjoyed today's episode, but I want to take a moment to celebrate the fact that you showed up and put in the work, even if it felt hard. Growth doesn't always feel good, but it sure does mean you're leveling up in life. For show notes, blog posts, downloadable resources, and more, head on over to butwhatifyoudidpod.com and be sure to join our But What If You Did community insiders so that you never miss an update. Just scroll to the bottom of the screen and sign up for free. And if you vibed with this episode, I would love for you to leave us a review on Apple Podcasts telling us what vibed with you. This is the best way to help the podcast grow and I just love hearing how the pod is resonating with you. Simply take a screenshot of your review and send it to hello at alisonpalank.com. That's hello at A-L-Y-S-O-N-P-A-L-L-A-N-C-K.com and I'll send you my exclusive Life Lessons Roadmap for Surviving 2021 Workbook as a thank you. See you soon.